Hello, this is Gary Van Warmerdam, and this is the Awareness and Consciousness Podcast from PathwayToHappiness.com. This bit of audio was taken from a retreat I was doing in Mexico last fall. Really neat place with the pyramids and plazas and temples, and which is called Teotihuacan, and, and it was actually very large city, about 1,500, 2,000 years ago, and was very much designed around its spiritual university. And I mentioned that because that's still in the audio, and so you understand what I was talking about, about being in a certain place in a certain plaza. And the audio is about that critical step in our conscious awakening and our personal evolution that is about taking responsibility. Not only is there a certain resistance to it, but there's a certain power that happens when we do. We access a kind of power, a personal power, that allows us to make changes that can't be accessed while we're still in the mode of blaming people, in a victimization mode. four practical steps of how to notice how we avoid taking power, how we can access that personal power from places we've deposited in our mind, our stories. Suggest you take a look at the free sessions of my self-mastery course, which is sessions that I would teach my individual clients in my coaching sessions. And instead of doing them all the time one-on-one -on, -one on the phone. I just made recordings and for a fraction of the price, you have the benefit of all those coaching sessions. You'll find that on my website, pathwaytohappiness.com. It's called the Self Mastery Course. And if you are inclined, you can also read my book, MindWorks. It has a lot of the same information presented in a different way. They complement and support each other pretty well, but they also very much stand alone. So those are the two resources to access for the next steps of making changes in your life. And as I said earlier, this audio is about taking responsibility. This place is a spiritual university. This is a place that is a school for developing consciousness and living in a high state of love. High state of love and awareness called enlightenment was a school for enlightenment. This plaza, it's the beginning of the awakening, a first awakening. Here, in this plaza, you awaken from your dream and go, oh my God, I've been dreaming. <laughs> what have I been making up? <laughs> Ouch. Was it the conversation last night? And the gentleman was sharing, he's like, yeah, you come see all this busyness in your mind and you, you start to watch it and you go, ah! It feels worse. Just to realize all that stuff going on and the way you create drama feels worse. <laughs> That's awakening. Taking responsibility 
for the way you create. This ongoing projection of stories and narratives and expression of emotion, saying, this is what I do, doesn't feel good. To acknowledge, wow, this is what I do. This is my creation. It's not pretty during that awakening. I know because that was my experience. This temple and this plaza represent just that. Its architectural form is symbolic of our mind. Be understood more clearly as we go, or certain aspects of our mind. My personal process was I was burned out in my job, unfulfilled, left a relationship with a lot of high drama. I was so mad at her and frustrated, and you know, and I'm driving down the road. I'm like thinking of my boss and the hard I worked and no recognition and those sons of and that boss he didn't appreciate and they didn't notice I did all this. Wah 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 them 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 them. Thinking of the relationship with the girlfriend and she did this and she treated I didn't deserve that. Then her 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 her. Out there, out there, out there. Those are all the causes of my problems. They did it to me. <laughs> but I wasn't in the Navy anymore. And I wasn't in the relationship anymore. It was only a few days gone. But I'm driving by myself. I'm free of both. And I'm still miserable. <laughs> in the car. It wasn't them. I was in the car alone with my dream of them and my history of them. And in my history, replaying the history, I was living in the history and reliving all the emotions and the resentments and the disdain and the anger and the hurts. And saying them, 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 them. I'm alone in the car and I dreaming of them by myself saying them, 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 them. Her and him and him and her. I'm by myself. <laughs> and fortunately, I had a few days with a, with a friend of mine. and They were going through an alcoholic recovery. Her dad was, had been a mess. And they finally, the family kind of said, the wife, and I said, no, we're not doing this anymore. <laughs> and I talked to her about it. And she said she had to take responsibility for her half. I was like, well, what does that mean? She says, well, what, what am I doing? Why am I in this relationship with an alcoholic who's doing drama? What, what am I getting out of it? Why am I doing it? What keeps me here? What keeps me in that connection? That interaction of drama. She said, what's my half? She said, I have to keep coming back. To, what's my half? 
and owning the responsibility. And as I'm thinking, and I'm like, driving, I hear her voice. I can still, we're cutting vegetables in the kitchen. And she's like, what was my half? And I hear her voice, what was my half? What was my half? And I started thinking, what was my half? I decided to be in relationship with that girlfriend. When she blamed me for things, I decided to agree. She said it was my fault. And I screwed up. And I should feel guilt and shamed. I agreed. I believed in the story of how great things were going to be in the Navy. I believed in the marketing. I believed that I should have got recognition for things and they had their priorities different and it was, they were screwed up. I believed those things. I wanted it to be the way the marketing posters and the commercials were. Okay? I wanted the personalities to all respect me. and That was silly. They didn't have time. They were too busy getting stuff done. There was stuff to do. I was the one with those expectations. And I was one that still had the stories about them. And I still had the blame of everybody else. And I was like, what is my half right now? And as I realized, like, ouch, driving the car all alone, like, I chose to be in that relationship. And I chose to stay and stay and stay. And when things got bad, I agreed to stay in until it got worse, and then I agreed to stay longer. And I didn't do anything different. And I agreed to go in the Navy. That was my choice. They didn't, like, draft me. And don't get me wrong, I had really great, wonderful times, too, but at the time, I was looking at everything that was bad and blaming them all for it. So I was ignoring everything that was good, and then I got out of it. And I would start to think about, I chose to be in that relationship. I chose to be in that career. And I'm like, and I started to feel the responsibility. I'm like, Ugh. And in that emotion, I could go, oh, but they did this. I didn't like the feeling of taking responsibility. I didn't even see it the first several times. I go, but they did this and they did this and they did this. And that voice, she kept saying, I kept hearing what was my half? What was my creation? What was my choice? What was my half? And I go, oh, okay, well, yeah, they did that, but I did this and this and this and this and this. Here's a little place where I chose to accept the guilt. Here's a little place where I chose to accept the blame. Here's a little place. Oh, I did that. Then. And as I accepted responsibility, there was something uncomfortable about it. And I could see my mind go, no, this is uncomfortable. I want to feel better. It's them, it's them, it's them, it's them, it's them. And I was like, yeah, but the truth is, here's my half. And I should watch as I felt this uncomfortableness of owning it. My mind wanted to jump and go, it's them, it's them, it's them. There's something uncomfortable about owning it. 
And the instinctual feeling is, don't own it because it feels bad. Say it's them, say it's them, say it's them. It's uncomfortable to own it, to take responsibility for your hands. Say it's them. And I'm like, I saw the temptation of blame. And I said, I had to will myself and say, now this is my half. Right now, sure, they did all that they did. I just want to take time and just own my half. And it felt like I swallowed a softball and I had this heaviness in the gut. I like, look the way I created my life. I was miserable and I did it to me. And I had another one in my throat. It was like, ah, like two softballs. My two softball lunch. One stuck in my belly, one not digesting. It doesn't feel like it's going anywhere. And it tastes of leather in my throat. I'm like, ah. And I had to say, yeah, these are the things I did in that half. I was a participant in some way. So as I sat with that, I just said, yeah, that was my creation. Those are my decisions, my choices, consciously or unconsciously, without knowing the outcomes of doing that in my relationships, in my career. Yeah, that's where I ended up. I participated, consciously or unconsciously, not knowing the outcomes at times. I noticed the feeling, like, okay, that's the feeling. And I stopped trying to push it away. I stopped trying to distract myself with blame, blaming them. And as I sat with the feeling, just sat with the feeling, I started to notice something came with it. Feeling of power. Those were really powerful experiences. The guilt, shame, not good enough stories, inadequacy, insecurities, like that. Those were powerful emotions. And I created them. I created a lot of powerful emotions and powerful experiences. And so that feeling of kind of what was that heaviness or remorse, as I sat with it, didn't stay the same. It was evolving as I was driving down the road. And it was like, I could do something with this. If I used all that power and what I created unconsciously to do that, what if I used all that power, I could create something else? I'm not stuck there. I could use all that power to create, and I could create beautiful experiences and joy and love and gratitude and happiness. As I realized that it was just pure power, what I create, what I express, what I agree, what I don't agree. And I decided not to abdicate that power anymore. 
to them, to blame them. Because if I was blaming them, they had all the power over what my life was going to be like. Yeah? But it wasn't even them. I was still the only one in the car. I was just blaming the characters and voices and memories of them now that I carried around. They had all the power because I was still saying it's them making me feel this way. I said, no. That's my power. I'm not abdicating to them. That's my power. And I want to use it, and I want to be happy no matter what. I want to be happy no matter what. More important than the right relationship, the perfect job, the successful career. I want to be happy. Because if I have all those things and I'm miserable, no thanks. My emotional state, my happiness, and the rest has to fit under that. doesn't matter if the relationship looks perfect. How does it feel? And I felt this surge from down in my gut, down in my belly, come up through me and up through my heart, like, this is what I want for my life. And all the way through me. I want to be happy no matter what. It was priority one. I had no idea how to do it. Fortunately at the time, I didn't need to know how. You don't need to know how you do something before you decide to go do it. I wanted to be happy and I had no idea how and that was totally fine. The Wright brothers did not know how to fly an airplane before they decided they'd go go do man flight. Kennedy said when we were going to the moon, they did not know how to do it. Okay? Before you learned to walk, you did not know how to walk. And before you learned to ride a bicycle, you did not know how to ride a bicycle. You only knew that you wanted to do it. And then the rest of the pieces come. Intent trumps technique and how knowledge how to. Fortunately, we also have some good techniques. You can find out more about these practical steps to take control and take this power back over yourself, over your emotions, over your mental processes, decisions either from my book, MindWorks, Practical Guide to Changing Thoughts, Beliefs, and Emotional Reactions, or from my online self-mastery course. This is Gary Van Warmerdam from pathwaytohappiness.com. Have a great day.